Welcome to Imperial Interlude, episode 24, if I'm not mistaken. Ralph is with me, and today we are discussing, spoiler alert, The Book of Boba Fett, season 1, episode 2. So, Ralph, indeed. welcome. Hello, and welcome. Yes, indeed, we are discussing chapter 2, or The Tribes of Tatooine, or as I, I put it occasionally, Dancers with Banthas. <laughs> well, I, I, I'd say the, this episode was more something along the lives of uh, Lawrence of Tatooine. Lawrence of Tatooine is the other one I've heard. <laughs> well, give, making things short, if you've seen the, this episode and you've seen the artwork after the show, you know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. Indeed. Some of that artwork I noticed as well is re very reminiscent of some of the Ralph McQuarrie artwork, you know. Yeah. I wonder if it, if it is some of the Ralph McQuarrie concept pieces that we got for the, especially the stuff with the Tuscan next to the the half of the ship, which mm -hmm. looked like yeah, you know the the bit at the end of the episode where he was making something. Which oh, spoilers will get there eventually. <laughs> um, but that that very much that that set looked like taken from that Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah, um, piece of art. I, I think they've really gone to town on Ralph McQuarrie's artwork over the last episodes of The Mandalorian and Boba Fett, and yeah. why wouldn't they? It's a treasure trove of inspirational artwork, mm -hmm. and it looks fittingly for Star Wars, so why yeah. waste it? I think Ralph McQuarrie and Doug, Ch Ch Doug Chang as well, mm -hmm. who's the other, who's one of the other concept artists, because as, as we were talking before we were recording about, um, if anybody's interested, if you, f you go onto YouTube and search Fat Man Beyond, it's the Kevin Smith podcast and they had the cinematographer for the mandalorian and the book of baba dave dave klein on and they were able to get a 10 minute short quick interview with him because he's busy filming at the moment i wonder what he could be filming mando season three um and he, he was saying the, the the they are you know when they go back to look at the world of star wars almost you know from the point of view when they're filming and getting shots and getting the concepts and things around it, especially the stuff in the volume it's a lot of they look at Ralph McQuarrie, but they also look at the, you know the starting points Doug Chan, Doug Chen on it as well, um, which which is you know really interesting. And something from the interview, which we'll get into the episode a bit more in a moment about this, is I didn't know is the volume isn't a round, isn't round. Yes, it's because almost sound. 360. Well, no, it's round, but it's not a round shape because sound bounces off round walls easily so if you're standing in the med middle you know and you get that horrible echo or reverb you know from if you're speaking and the sound hits that wall and then bounces back to you yeah so the the volume is actually in a 360 oval in shape it's not a circular shape it's an oval from memory if i think about mm -hmm. the production videos they did for Boba mm -hmm. Fett, uh, for, for mandalorian it must be a very slight oval. It it'll be it'll be a slight. I think they've they've refined it though. Remember, because that was like version one, wasn't it? We're now like version two or version three of the thing, which which is called stagecraft. Um, but yeah, it's it's so the sound doesn't bounce back, so you don't get that horrible echo or or, or the the you know that type of thing from when they're recording on the sound stage. Yeah, and I, if if I were to guess, I'd say the side where the camera is sitting, there that's mm -hmm. the long side, so that yeah. the opposing side is actually a longer thing, and the sound mm -hmm. isn't reflected back to yeah. the camera. Mm -hmm. It was just interesting because I think a lot of people, 
myself included, thought it was a you know it was a complete circle, you know, and and you walked into it and it was you know because your traditional three sixty is that, isn't it? It's it's a complete circle it, around it. But it's it's a circle in the same sense the Earth is a perfect ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's I guess it's just how far away you're from it. It just looks yeah. that way. It may be more noticeable if you're standing inside of it or next to it, but the pictures that that I saw, it really looks like a per, almost perfect circle. And, and something else he mentioned, which was quite interesting, is they don't use storyboards anymore. You know, the old traditional, he has a he has a, a flat storyboard mm-hmm. of what's going on in each scene. The enti- all of the episodes were done as animatics. They were all plotted out first in the computer, which we knew because it was mentioned on uh the the disney gallery series that it was yeah you know that it was um that they were they were plotted out as animatics because it's it's a way of trying to plot the scenes and with, also uh, with the it, volume it helps with uh projecting something later on yeah and using the lighting inside the set mm-hmm. yeah so so just some interesting things but if people are interested if you if you go into youtube and search fat man beyond uh the latest episodes up there and the like I said, they've got an interview with Dave Klein, so if people are interested, pop along and have a listen. It's quite interesting. But there's only been a lot after of... you've listened to our podcast. I was going to say only after you've listened to us. <laughs> and there's there's been quite a bit of that this week, if you've noticed. And I think you know I've I've linked some videos to to Tim about this. Is there's been a lot of press this this week with interviews with Tamara Morrison and Ming Na Wen about yeah. Baba and stuff, hasn't there? There's been a a huge influx after two episodes. So, so I, I have to say they, at least the ones I watched, felt a bit staged. Mm, I, well, they all are. I think, I think it's your traditional sort of media scrum of they only get five, each sort of media outlet, because these interviews seem to be all about the same size. I think yeah. are only getting five minutes with them. You know, so it's, it is very much a, 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 a conveyor belt of this is what's going on. But I know on a couple of the interviews, as well as um, uh, Ming-Na Wen had to step in to stop Timur Morrison from yeah. spoiling anything. <laughs> You're talking too much. I'm talking too much. Can I yeah. tell you? <laughs> yeah. Stop watch out for talking. Watch out for those Disney snipers coming in, you know. They'll get, yeah. You'll get the reputation of Tom, the same oh. as Tom Holland or Mark Ruffelberg. Or oh, oh, the sudden we've got an error to the knee with a letter from cease and desist from Disney yeah. or something. <laughs> Yeah, the mouse is not happy. <laughs> the mouse senses regards. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up with a fake, with a with a, a Mickey Mouse head in your bed, you know, <laughs> a, a, a severed goofy head. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> anyway, should we talk about the episode? Uh, I guess we should. Yeah. So it opened. First, first off, with... this this is a much longer episode than the opening one. It was this is yes. almost an hour. Mm. Which which I noticed the runtime went, ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, ooh, let's let's see what they're going on here. Now you know I, it didn't feel like an hour though. No, it was a very tight mm. almost tightly scripted thirty minutes like my show with Gary on Tuesdays on Twitter. I was gonna say it's like your it's like your, your <laughs> tightly scripted thirty minutes, isn't it? But it was quite it was it it didn't seem like that that, that hour and you know, I want you know, like everything else we wanted to just continue and continue, of course. But you know, I mean Yeah, the, I, I, you know I, not, nothing but, that was on screen felt like it overstayed its welcome or dragged mm-hmm. on for too long just to fill in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 
episodes, so it's you know it was it was good, but it opened with the um with of course the padding shot to Jabba's palace, didn't it? Which I thought was quite nice, and then Fennec dragging that assassin. Yeah, Jabba's palace, by the way, could use a lick of paint. <laughs> it could use more bodies, I think, as well. I think he needs more people. <laughs> oh, then. oh, and he needs a new pet. Yes, he, yeah. Well, that, that that was that was. I I as I was watching that part, and we'll we'll get to that where the basically the the pull the um the assassin into the throne room and Boba interrogates him, and the guy doesn't want to speak. Well, so... interrogation is a very broad term. He asks him questions. The yep. assassin doesn't answer, and his protocol droid is just going. He's a member of the what was it called again? Nightwind. Uh, Nightwind. They will never, under no circumstance, and oh, if yeah. if no man can make him talk, maybe the Rancor can. And uh, yeah, then he drops <laughs> then into he the Rancor pit. In. Now, did you expect to see Muchi? I'm. We talked about it. You you set mm-hmm. that thought into my brain, but I actually thought. No, Butchie would be a step too far. Maybe some other rank or mm. or something else. I really wasn't expecting anything. I was sitting there grabbing my chair saying, what's going to happen? I wonder. No. I, I was expecting Moochie, to be honest. I was. I did expect Moochie to turn up. But that's just because they sort of laid that little foundation in the Bad Batch, didn't they? So. Yeah. So, but you know, the, the the thing was empty, and I thought it was quite. It well, was quite. You, um, you do, you're jumping ahead a bit. So mm. this assassin is dropped down into the pit where Luke Skywalker has been. The door to yeah. the rancor chamber is opening slowly, mm-hmm. and the assassin shits his pants and goes, <laughs> "Yes, the mayor sent me. The mayor sent me." Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, door is open, and we see nobody Nothing. except a little rat. <laughs> it's, yeah. To quote Deadpool, I'm glad I wore the brown trousers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so yeah, so then we get the scene of them going to visit the mayor, and this is where we got to meet the the Ithorian that we've seen in the trailers. Yeah. Um, but of course Boba has to deal with um what's the word we're looking for? Tatooine bureaucracy to get in to see the mayor. The the asset at the entrance. <laughs> yes. First you had this clerk person. And then so, you had the major domo. You know what it is? I really hope he shoots him in the face at some point. Yeah. Actually, I get a feeling that that Twelik major domo may become Boba's major domo by the end. I, I was wondering <laughs> the guy at the uh, desk at first, mm-hmm. the the human. Yeah. I thought either I'm not knowing him, or they actually took a quote unquote nobody to sit in front of the desk just to tease us. Just trying to see who it is if he's got a credit. Because that would have been one major point to, to have somebody have How... a weird ca- cameo. No, it doesn't. You know who he does look like, but it's not him. I've got a picture here of him. I thought it was um, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Because <laughs> if you look at the picture on Wikipedia, yeah, from I... him, yeah he's an identified clock. He, he has a. A certain resemblance to that yes, person. It is. It's like, but it doesn't say who it is. So, ah, oh, shame. Uh, it would have. Maybe, maybe it is him, and they just did a bit of more. Uh, well, a little makeup bit of makeup and... and stuff like that. Yeah, I know it's played by someone called Galen Howard. Oh, uh, actor, <laughs> Booker Bubba. He's got an IMDb credit. Let's see if there's anything we recognise him from. 
he was an agent of Shield. Did some Brooklyn Nine Nine as well. So he's you know he's he's a known you know he's not just a one and done. Nobody, if that makes sense. No, he's but done, he's maybe that's that's one of the, these roles where oh yeah. I need to be in this whatever small part I can play. Please let me yeah. be extra number fifteen or something. Yeah, his, his agent drops drops him saying, "I've got a job for you." Can't say what it is. You're just going to be stand there and be question questioning <laughs> questioning somebody. Do you want it? <laughs> so yes, no, he's got a credit. It's just just it's nobody that we you know we sort of know or anything. So. Yeah, but, but yeah, so we get he, him he's first. The, and... the typical, uh, what we call him, uh, clerk. Yes. Op- government official. <laughs> yes. Do you have Def- an appointment? I can't find your name on the list. <laughs> De- definitely one of those. And then, of course, the, the Twelak Major Domo but pushes him out the side and goes, for the apologies for the lack of pomp. Yeah. And then... At at that point, I think Boba just decides, well, fuck it, we're going in anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then we enter. Then he enters, and we get to see, like I said, the Athorian. the The interesting thing with the Athorian, the 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 voice of the Athorian was Robert Rodriguez. I thought I recognized that voice from somewhere, but yeah. I couldn't put my so, finger. On. So it was it was Robert Rodriguez, who is, of course, the showrunner and director on some of these some of these episodes as well. And the and it looks like, from what I've read. And this is going back just to general credit thing. Um, John Favreau was written all but one of the episodes. But I could be wrong. And the only episode that John Favreau hasn't written is the Dave Filoni episode. So Dave Filoni's got an episode this season. Hmm. Which means we could see Dave Filoni characters turning up like he did with Ahsoka. Because remember, Dave directed the episode yeah. and wrote the episode that Ahsoka comes in. And I think it's happening the same with this. He's written and directing the episode that that he's doing, so we may see some of his characters turn up. So we may get a Cad Bane appearance. We could get a Hondo. You, you really appearance. want Cad Bane, don't you? <laughs> I want. I would like to see Cad Bane, and I'd like to see Hondo. Oh, Hondo would be an amazing character in that universe. Mm-hmm. And I think he suits. I think both char- both of those characters suit, especially from what we've seen l- after, with um, what happens later in this episode as well. You know, so they go and see the Athorian. And as as they are talking to the to the mayor about him sending the assassins, where uh, his men shoot him. But then the mayor does say that the assassins, the Order of Nightwind, aren't allowed to operate outside of Hut space. And thanks Fett for turning him in after the killing. Yeah, and he's even rewarding him, which then Fett brings to voicing. Uh, no, I'm not a bounty hunter anymore. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's a bit, a bit weird how the mayor behaves. I feel. Mm. Uh, I'd say, yeah, there's, I'd, there's I'd say more he will to play a bigger role in later episodes. Yeah, there's definitely more to him than than what we know or what we've seen. You know, and then and then and then um, the mayor also lays the foundation of of work that there's something going on that it wasn't him that hired him. It was yeah, somebody else. He seems and, to have the ear to the ground a bit more than Boba does currently. And sort of points Boba back to Sanctuary. Yeah. Or Garza, Garza Fweps. Is it Garza Fwip? Sanctuary. The Twilight Lady. Yes, the Twilight. So Boba, after his, his encounter with the mayor, heads to back to Sanctuary. 
and enters the sanctuary and she puts on some pleasantries, but then Boba comments on the fact that she was, shall we say, sweating. A wee bit nervous. <laughs> A wee bit nervous. And then that's when she sort of lays down the fact that the twins have claimed their late covers, their late cousin's territory. Yeah, Even though and, Baba and, turns around and says that they're, the twins are busy on hut, on Nahutta, with the preoccupation with the the debauchery on Hutta. Yeah, and at that point, we hear drums. Mm. Yes. So, so even on Tatooine, they duck too deep and they awaken. No, wait, that's something different. <laughs> and then Baba goes out with Fennec and tells Fennec to watch his back as we get our first look at something that I think we both we both sort of said that probably would turn up, and we get two yes. huts. Not just one hut, but two huts yeah, the, on, the, on the same litter. Yeah, and I was thinking, are they joint twins? Mm. Or is it no. just two sitting on one big... It was two sitting on one big litter, because if you look, the, the tail of the brother was wrapped partially around the, the one of the sister. Yeah, but, but they could still be co-joined mm. at the belly. No, they, they weren't conjoined. They were, they were what you can call it, they were two separate huts on the same litter. That was boing in the middle. <laughs> Epic. So, you know, you you, you get the, the you, then you get some back and forth between them, claiming that, a saying bit that of they claim. Yes, a little bit of hutties. Um, and then we get the reveal of a new character of sorts, don't we? Yeah, another walking carpet, hooray! Yeah, just not a not just any walking carpet though, carrying and... what looked like a repeating blaster. Yeah, it actually looked like a MG thirty four. Yes, it was rather large. So, so for people who don't know, we got to see meet a brand new Wookie. Who, well, he's not really a new Wookiee. We've got to meet a, a Wookiee character that comes from the comics. Yeah, and he's and not a nice guy. He's not a nice character, not a nice Wookiee at all, called Black Chrysanthemum. Um, has scar down his face. Um, and if you sort of look up the character, you know, he's, he's from the, as I said, he's from the the Dr. Afra comics. He's had a run, he's worked for Jabba. He's had a run in with Fett before. He's had a run-in with Chewbacca in the comics and with um, Kenobi. Yeah, and as well, and, and he's not really into all this hot. Uh, pardon me, Wookiee honor system. So, nope. watch your back. <laughs> yes, he's the the character is exiled from Kashyyyk and ended up in the sort of the bounty hunt and ended up in the the pits. Into, into gladiatorial pits, and that's where Fett's when we when Fett sort of looks at him uh, and sort of comments about you know these aren't the death pits of Dur, and I'm not a sleeping transgression guard. That sort of harkens back to sort of the the origin of the character and things like that. Yeah, Fett doesn't really hold back on his dislike of this person. Mm-hmm. Very very much, and then and then. The the back and forth goes again with with the huts and where the huts turn around and say that um bloodshed is bad bloodshed is bad for business and then they sleep then they warn him to sleep lightly and then they they head off and then sort of black croissant and growls at Fett as he walks turns away with him 
and then Fennec sort of pops up to Fett and goes, you're going to need permission to kill them since they're huts. And I, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a reference to that you would need permission from the hut cartel to kill Possibly. them. But I've got a suspicion that we'll see those two again, or we'll definitely see Black Crescent again. Oh, I, I, don't... I think there will be... Every character we've seen so far will have another appearance. Yeah. Even yeah. those pesky little... Uh, who was it again? Uh, bandits we saw in episode one will be reappearing at some point. Which one? The the small scurrying Jawas or the, the... no the the ones that uh, harass the moisture farmer and drew the weird. Well, we we sort of see them. I know. I was hinting at that. <laughs> you were hinting at that, were you? Was Very that, was that the ah, but that's where we get to to see two other characters as well. But but um. You know, I do. I think you know. Th this is just generally, you know, from point of view of of the the, the way that they put characters in. You know, character characters like you know Black Crescent and stuff. We're not going to, um, you know, they're not going to bring that character in for a one and done. Well, at, at least we hope. I I don't think we are. I think it's more, you know, that that you will, you know, you'll get these you get these characters appearance and you know that I think Dave and John and Robert with this are very much, you know, of the opinion you know, that that this isn't going to be a throwaway thing. This is going to be something that's for the long term because I think the character may turn up, you know, in some of the other episodes. Mainly, you know, you never know with this. He might, he might bounce across episodes. Yeah, I I think what they also uh, do is very well with, uh, and they did that in Mandalorian as well. Um, they leave every possibility on the floor. They uh, they mm -hmm. don't uh, waste anything. It's, it's yeah. a very resource uh, conscious decisions are made. Mm -hmm. What to film, who to to uh, to bring in for what role, and where mm -hmm. to put it. And I think they mainly can do this currently because they have their lips sealed. They are not spoiling yeah. anything. That that's something that I've noticed a lot of people mentioning about, especially to do with Book of Boba and stuff. Is no leaks. We didn't know that we didn't know huts were coming in. We didn't know about Black Crescent. Well, that where... huts were coming. I think that that's more or less a given. Yeah. And, and well, there would be a very much disappointing uh, the Book of Boba if there weren't any huts mm -hmm. at all. True, but but also the the, the thing with Black Crescent we didn't know about. Yeah. You know, but it, but if you look at um, season two of The Mandalorian. Cobb Vanth, Boba, Ahsoka were all leaked before the episodes aired. Yep, the only one that wasn't leaked was Luke, which, you know, if that had got out, people would have lost their minds. And and some people would have lost their jobs. Yes, people would have lost their jobs. But it's interesting that with Boba, that we've had no character leaks. There's been speculation. There's a lot of speculation. I mean, there's a lot of fa a lot of fans thinking that we're going to get to see Kira and people like that because of the Crimson Dawn. But maybe that's uh, due to the main character's inability to keep secrets that they mm. somehow added a layer of you need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But then we get a, a fet to the back fet, fet to the back the tank which is basically let's put a um a flashback in yeah i think that's a, a very interesting uh way of 
getting the story from A to B. Put him in the back there and then we'll get a dream sequence, quote-unquote. Mm -hmm. And yeah, put him he's in, back, put him in the back, we'll get the, and, the flashback. And at this point, he's back in the... the uh, in the... Uh, what, what do you call it? Village? He's, 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 le he's learning how to fight, I think, is probably the best thing, isn't it? With the, with the yeah. Guffy stick. A, a dummy Guffy stick? So it's it's more than the stick that the kid has. It's already mm -hmm. has the, the the weighted end, mm -hmm. but it's still just a blunt instrument. Yeah, it's just just a practice. And while they're practicing, of course, we uh he, he sees something off in the distance, doesn't he? See some sand and stuff. Now I thought when I saw that, is I went, is that going to be a crate dragon? The first thing is we didn't see anything. We heard something that yeah. sounded awfully familiar, like the original Cryo Dragon scream mm -hmm. that Obi Wan Kenobi in the original yeah. episode did. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why I thought it was. Are we going to get to see a Create Dragon? But it wasn't. It was a hover train, and with I... the with the yes, hmm? go on. It right. was. It was. A, it was. You know, we got the, the basically. It was uh, as it gets pro approaches closer and closer. It's a hover train, and then we see them, the the inhabitants or the the passengers in the train, firing at the Tuscans. Yeah, killing and, a killing killing a bantha. <laughs> yeah, and a very big one at that. But I I was the same. I I thought there would be a cry dragon or something similar. But then, seeing it was a mechanical beast, I was the, my first thought was okay. They're going to plunder this. They're going to raid it, and mm -hmm. no, they get their hands. Uh, the asses handed to them. Yeah, they they get they get um they lose a couple of people, a banter. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we see them later on, sort of cuts to the nighttime of them burning the dead. Yeah, and it's not a uh, small pile. It. It's not, and then Fett basically carrying a young Tuscan. I don't think it's the same one though. No, it's we see that one, one later. Yeah, in the episode. we see that later one, later one. Um, to the remains, and then heading heads over to the. The leader and tells the him chieftain. I can, yeah, the chieftain and tells him I can stop basically, stop the train. Yeah, I take stick and and gun and I'll stop the train. I'll and be then, back in the morning. Then he w walks off, mm -hmm. heading to, from what the description is here that I've got in front of us, just to, for reminders, it's um, they're saying it was Toshi Station. Oh, that's Toshi Station. Well, yeah, that's a letdown. Now a couple of people on other other reaction videos have went, no, it's not Toshi Station because it looks different. But hang on, we never saw Toshi Station in uh, only the outside. Uh, we didn't even see the outside. The uh, if, if you if you see the outtakes from the original movie, there. That's what I'm on. But yeah, there's there's the deleted scenes from the original movie where they actually go inside and stuff and and Luke playing with the T. Is he playing yeah. with the T sixteen in there? Yeah, no, they're they're watching the skies because there's the yes. battle ha happening. Yes, yeah, there's 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 Biggs and and Cami and Liz and and his friends are you know are in there and stuff. So, and you know, supposedly the layout is different, but you know, we never actually get this. We've never seen it anywhere else. We've never seen it. We've heard of Toshi Station, but we've never actually seen it. No, um, not so this, not the inter in, in interior. So this is a, a possibly it is Toshi Station, but of course Fett travels there. But um, before we see Fett entering the station, we see a bunch of Nikto's 
Now they're claim they're saying they're Nicto Miners, but I don't think they are. I think they're all part of the same gang. That we yeah, saw and I in... think that's pretty much given when you see the close-up on the hover bikes. There's mm-hmm. the gang yeah. symbol again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've left a bit out where where Fett. Uh, the reason Fett says that he'll go, he'll help them stop the train, is he sees a bunch of the speeders passing the camp, heading off, and it's the same collection of speeders heading off to this this outpost, this Toshi to Toshi station. Um, so the Nictos are in there, and, you know, they're harassing. The patrons and two of the patrons in there are Kami and Liz, which were the two of Luke's friends. And as the Nicktoes are harassing people, and then steals his Liz steals his, he says he start, he sort of says this isn't right, prompting the Nickto to say something, and you know, and basically start to try and beat him up or beat him up, and then the doors open and Fett walks in, and it's very much the old Western thing isn't it where yeah it's it, it's the only thing that was missing was the chiming of his spurs and <laughs> maybe someone with a uh, with a harmonica mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, so, so he that... gets gets in there and then just beats the crap out of the bandits yeah he breaks his gun which i thought was <laughs> he was just like beating yeah, over this and, guy and his his t- uh he's looking at it in disbelief after the uh gun breaks mm-hmm. and half agree what <laughs> uh, okay, did, then I just use my stick. Yeah, I'll just use my stick. Did you notice though that he was, you know, he was in there, he was all nice and calm, and then his face changed. He he put on that Maori, that mm. that Maori war face almost as he was. Yeah, I, I I got that f- f- several times. Yeah, it's like, oh dear, I really don't want <laughs> we really don't want to miss him. So he beats them up, um, killing and wounding them. And then goes out, finishes finishes the drink, and then walks outside and steals the the speeder bikes, which I thought was quite cool. And then and, and then of course takes stealing one, he's stealing all five of them, all of them. So this is then we go we get to a um a training montage would be probably the best way of describing it, wasn't it? About showing Tuscans how to use. Uh, the the speeder bikes, which I thought yeah. was great in it. Boba Fett driving instructor. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, just a short correction on my side. I was a bit uh, nosy and I had to look. There is actually pictures of Toshi Toshi Station inside, at least is one. That... Right. Yeah, but given the the picture, or just from mm-hmm. the picture, I couldn't tell you if the station at all would have been much li- different. The walls yeah. looked similar but the rest mm-hmm. is well it's just a pile of junk <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah and we it's get, 20 we... years later or something i was gonna say yeah it's the whole it's 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 that late isn't it the the the, the time period you know so yeah probably the the third or fourth person inheriting that bar for whatever reason so it mm-hmm. can look different people it's in it's a living universe things change yeah. get used to it well, in in the timeline, it's about ten years later, but yeah, it's it's twenty or thirty well, years since we originally started. In, in a, on a planet full of uh, roughnecks and, and weird people of questionable morals, uh, uh-huh. can lead to uh, frequent redecorations of interiors. De- de- definitely, but then, like I said, we get the whole um, we get the whole Boba Fett driving instructor. <laughs> 
teaching them how to how to use yeah. the the bikes, which I thought was quite interesting. Like, like the Panther, and then he does galloping, yes. mm-hmm. which looked a bit silly, but then again. But then you get then you get the whole the typical uh, car, uh, non-technical character or a character that's not used to technology trying to use technology and doing it wrong. So it was the whole um, almost like the Ewoks on the speeder bikes. My, my thoughts exactly. The <laughs> Ewoks again. The speeder goes, but he goes backwards. Yes. Yeah, he does the whole backwards thing, but he trains them and and helps them to to use it's, the. It's a very um dare i say 80s montage of things like when uh, the a-team were building that weird yes. stuff so yeah, was... gradually improving their skills of driving doing mm-hmm. stunts and we, we can clearly see what they are planning to do while uh, mm-hmm. taking over the train mm-hmm. yeah so so it, it was it was very much leading to that thing and then of course Fett has a little before the train has a little exchange with the the kid as well about signaling the rest of the tribe. I'm assuming. Yeah, using or, or, mirrors as a long yes. way communication. Mm-hmm. And it and it's and it's the rest of this tribe, not any of the other tribes. Yeah. Within within this other rest of this clan, which so was good. And then the tusk, one of the Tuscans spots the 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 train and sends out a signal. So we get the whole three ten from Yuma. Uh, them jumping on this the jumping on the the bikes and heading to basically take on the train yeah this is where we uh, is it is others are acting as diversion another banter gets killed yeah is this is this the first time that we saw the um who was firing from the train or did we see that originally no in the first passing they were too far away we didn't see right we we saw uh, if I remember correctly, there were uh, gun barrels pointing mm-hmm. out windows, but they were shown from above, so we didn't see any faces or masks in that case. Mm-hmm. Where we do in this one, where we see it's it's it is the pikes, you know. We, yeah. We we see it's the pikes. And I was sitting there, and I was not getting the names. I was completely irritated. I know, I know these faces. I know they have a name. Why can't I remember? Yes. Yeah, you should. You should have went to Atomic Mass Games and went uh, <laughs> the, the, the shadow, the shadow collective. Oh, there, there they are. <laughs> Do you think uh, that's maybe because, or maybe they get this new faction because Book of Boba Fett has something, or maybe somebody at Disney no. said, "Well, it would be nice if these could make an appearance in that game." No, I think it's because they appeared originally in. The four episodes of Clone Wars season seven with Ahsoka on a walkabout. That's where we first got to meet the Pikes properly. Yeah, and I... you've got to re- remember what was said that this is eighteen months. There's an eighteen month team lead time. Yeah, but the 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 uh, the stories for the Book of Boba should have been made in advance way before then too. I don't know so... because I don't think they they would have they were possibly get they didn't know about the book of baba i don't think anybody knew about the book of baba until after the first season of the mandalorian well i'm not saying that atomic mass games had any insight no. about the book of baba but maybe somebody at disney who has a uh, more more co- uh, coherent overview of everything was okay we've got these interesting mm-hmm. characters in this series and they will make a reappearance in 
the Book mm. of Boba, maybe we should use them in other ways too. Maybe we, it, maybe it might be not, you know, but it I, I think it was more total coincidence. I think it's partly coincidence, but I think it also links back to the four episodes of Clone Wars. Yeah. Because, you know, where we're talking about gaming and Atomic Mass, remember we're getting a new version of Maul in amongst that set as well. We're getting the Maul with two legs and the Dark Saber and the, the Twin Lightsaber. So I think it's all leading into, into the Maul. Two legs? My Maul has two legs too. Well, as in two bionic legs. Ah, okay. Br shiny brand new legs. Yes, is new legs. We're getting that version of Maul, not the version of Maul. Not not the not the spider version of Maul. But then have then loved you know the spider version. <laughs> yes. But then we get like I said, we get to see who's firing and who's protecting this train and it's the Pike Syndicate. Um so you know, we get the whole them charging the train but pretty much and and bunch of the Tuscans showing, you know, basically jumping on top, a couple of Tuscans. It's not said really, I'm assuming they're dead, but I'm assuming possibly not because we don't know. <laughs> it's not really said, isn't it, where where one of the things, you know, one of the Tuscans jump up and they get shot at and all sorts where the bike gets shot. Well, I'm guessing there will be so. one or two casualties, but they will, that won't, will not be... Uh, mentioned any nope. more at, at some yeah. point. What I found hilarious was when we first see the driver of the train and mm -hmm. the inside of the train cab, mm -hmm. which is basically a steam yes. engine with an android in it in the center, which is yeah. a, a complete hilarious back to Lawrence of Arabia again. <laughs> uh -huh. Yes, yes, it was very much Lawrence of Arabia. The the, the 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 attack on the train was very much, and a lot of people have said that's that's you know that's where the, possibly the inspiration well, has come from. If you, know. you look at the artwork at the end, yeah. the Tuscans are wearing white, <laughs> and and something on their head that mm -hmm. definitely looks like somebody nicked that mm -hmm. art one to one from a yeah. film frame from Lawrence of Arabia. Mm -hmm. Shall we talk about the, 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 the female Tuscan warrior that's just kicking ass? <laughs> I think she deserves a name by now, even if we don't have one yet. But uh... um, I, 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 I know the, act, the actress is, is a stunt person um, who's playing the, 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 the Tuscan. She's, a, she's doubled for, um, for a lot of sort of characters. Uh, she's doubled for Gal Gadot and things like that, you know, in the Wonder Woman films and things like that. Yeah, so, so, so basically, you know, the, the, the Tuscans uh, try to climb on board on the hover train. The mm -hmm. droid kicks some more gear levers, and mm -hmm. uh, some people get blown off from the yeah. uh, what's it called turbine on the top. Mm -hmm. And at one point, our advancing friends get trapped because three pikes have them locked down mm -hmm. with uh, fire. And at that point, this uh, female lead from the Tuscans just rams her uh, speeder bike into the, the the train, jumps aboard the ship, and then starts wreaking havoc within, <laughs> just kicking ass, <laughs> taking names, and just shoving everybody off the train. <laughs> Indeed, just 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 going absolutely using uh, your wacky stick, doing whack whack, you're gone. Doing lots of wacky things with a wacky stick. Um, but yes, no, it was just just. Just generally, I think that character, because there was a scene previously where they were training and Fett knocks that gaffy out, the, out of her hand. 
she does a roll <laughs> and then catches it and then sweeps his legs out from under it. Yeah, I just she... think you know, just generally that character seems to be, you know, it's like it's like the 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 episodes anyway these two episodes you know we we've, we've joked you know we have joked you know with with lawrence lawrence of tatooine you know and and dancers with panthers and things like that but you know it it's what we said from the first episode very much building character and very much filling in a collection of characters that everybody saw from the prequel to the original truly as just mindless you know Almost like a throwaway thought, you know. If you think of it this way, the Tuscans, yeah, yeah, and we also get the uh, um, some backstory. I think at that point, where or a little bit earlier, even that the the Tuscans, the different tribes, live mm-hmm. different ways of life. So it's yes. not like they're all the same. No, mm-hmm. some of them, like the one he uh, Boba Fett is currently in, is more mm-hmm. or less living and hiding and trying not to be seen. Others. Mm-hmm are going a more violent way and, and that yeah. may be then those that have been uh, mm-hmm. uh that those have been slain by anakin skywalker back in the episodes we don't mm-hmm. mention anymore um, but overall it's it's not one tribe of people it's no. multiple tribes with different ways of life and i think they really show this off especially by the uh mm-hmm. way the, the clothes are wearing and what colors yeah. they have yeah, so so the 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 Fett's forces, you know, with with the with the um with the Tuscans, def, you know, stop the train. You know, there's yeah, there's they they get shit done, and every surviving yeah. Pike is being round up. And uh-huh. at that point, uh, Boba Fett is already holding a court? very <laughs> interesting pose, to yes. say the least. Very much seems to be holding court and asking who the leader was. Yeah, he, what's he, what. And what's he, interesting is the ta- the leader takes the mask off, which that's the first time I think we've that's the first time we've seen the pikes without the mask on. No, not really. If if you look closer, um, there are several pikes sitting in the crowd, not wearing yeah. the mask. No, what I, what I meant was just generally in in okay. sort of the general consensus of seeing the pikes, because yeah. every time else we've seen the pikes, because the previous times we saw the pikes were in the animated in 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 Clone Wars, was they wore those that that helmet and yeah. they didn't take it off. So this yeah. is the first time we've actually seen them without, and they don't the, look so much different from no. from what the helmet is. It's it's very much. It reminded me a little bit of a of a fish, so it was yeah. a little bit more, you know, maybe not Moncala or Coburn, but you know that sort of thing. A bit it's more much... like an amphibious mm-hmm. yeah. thing, mm-hmm. like an uh, what they're called, Oxoatl, mm. or the um the sea cow. No, uh, there, there's a lizardy type thing that's very pale and has lungs right. and uh, uh, what they're gills. called gills. Yeah, gills, and they look from facial expression is nearly the same. Right. So yes, and then of course Fett asks who the leader is, and he said he's not going to kill them. Um, but he asks, you know, it, it, it depends on how they answer the questions. And then, of course, he, the first question he asks is, "Do you have? Uh, is there any space?" And the leader what goes, "What space?" And then two Tuscans happen to open, uh, for, fall no, over, no, carrying one, a one step before. Uh, 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 Fred actually uh, con- makes the 
question going here. Yeah, the spice of the mines of whatever. Oh, the 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 death mines, the slave mines of castle. Yeah, and what what would that look like? And at that moment, the uh, coffer mm -hmm. gets thrown next to them, mm -hmm. breaks open uh, like that. <laughs> yes, which I thought was great. <laughs> yes, like that. So you know, so so basically, it's it's um it's we know that they're smuggling spice and that's what the train was protecting yeah. but of course then we get and all weapons. of the tuscans weapons and things so the Tus this this clan of tuscans have now got better weapons and things like that and then um fett basically tells the pikes that uh, you can you can pass it's no longer free to pass along the dune sea yeah the well, how did you put it um uh the tuscans claim the territory as ancestral ground yeah, they 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 claim ancestral claim to mm -hmm. to the yes. to the grounds, yeah. and you may pass if if you pay a fee. Yes, if you pay a fee. Um, he war and and, and, he, and of course then he warns saying if you if you kill if, any of them, uh, the the death mm -hmm. will be repaid tenfold. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, so so it's it's the whole. It's um, it's it's the warning, isn't it, of, to to them of, of yeah, that. And then, and then tread on me, as the uh, Texans uh -huh. would say. And then and then he and then he, he says to them, you know, that, that you know, he's free to go. Anger heads that direction. Yeah. And then the pike just asks follow about, that son. Yeah. And yep. the pike asks about water, and he then he tells him, you can take some black melon, I think. It was. Yeah, one black melon each, and yeah, you will drink from make milk. it in time. Mm -hmm. And then he basically shoes them on his way as the Tuscans start to plunder the cart and then smack open the, the water, the water car. Yeah, and, th and at that get... point they are really starting to party. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep, and then we get the party. And then we get into the sort of the the, the, the final section of it where they're yeah, all sitting around. Yeah, now we get to a very weird part of the episode. <laughs> well, the interesting thing about that bit is in the beginning of that section, the Tuscan, the chieftain of the the tribe explained that there used to be oceans before they dried up. Yeah. Which is, yes, we sort of, everybody assumed that Tatooine, uh, that uh, Tatooine had oceans, but it's never been specifically said. It's never been, you know, stated anywhere. I think a lot of, a lot of what we know is, um, is, um, very much of a fan conjecture. Yeah. things like that you know there's there's a lot of us as fans over this period of time of 40 odd years um have filled in a lot of blanks you know in imagination our, in has run wild yeah. on, amongst some people yes you know and and then of course we did have legends bits and things like that but you know there's never been anything specifically explicit about Tatooine per se you know no. and, and, that. And then the, the chieftain gifts him a special gift. A yes. small cage with an even tinier lizard in it. Indeed. And at this point, people with a weak stomach close their eyes. <laughs> yes, because then we get we get Boba Fett, Vision Quest. <laughs> yeah. If if anybody remembers the scene from uh was it Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan? With oh weird, yes, with yes, with the um, creepy thing. Mm -hmm, we we get mm -hmm. a similar thing only through the nose, literally. Yes, yes, it it <laughs> it pop it jumps up through the nose. The Liz, um, and as it is, it before 
Oh, oh. Uh, Boba thanks uh, the, oh, the, the yes. chieftain uh, is a bit irritated because he doesn't know what to do, and then the chieftain some sprays something into his yes. direction. He blinks, and the bugger, cheeky little bugger, as he calls him, jumps into his nose, and oh, I think I swallowed him. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, the chieftain it's, it's... just calls, tells him, "Yeah, he he will lead you from inside." <laughs> yes, it's it, chief gives him the lizard. The lizard then jumps into his head. The chief then blows the the. I'm assuming it's a version of spice or whatever, you know. I think he it's, blows. It's, it's... He blows first, and at this, at this, so this is a hard shot first moment. The the mm -hmm. the blowing of the dust precedes the jumping of the lizard by a fraction of a second. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's that type of thing, and then and then we get Boba doing. Uh, basically blurry vision and body convulses and then he's waking up, finding himself crawl, walking across the desert. He has a vision of trees and oceans. One uh, big tree, which is hauntingly mm -hmm. set with glowing red eyes. And mm -hmm. at first I thought, okay, here we go, where's the white rabbit? <laughs> and then and then we get a, a flashback of him cutting through the, the Marsalak and on Camino as well and watching Slave One leave. And then the vision ends with him emerging while the ocean's roar, or roaring around him. But also he's got a hold of the the maw of Sarlacc and he's snapping it. But it's yeah. also a tree. It he, comes he, in he as a tree. He grabs one of the 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 branches are entangling him, and he grabs one of them, breaks him, and that's mm -hmm. more or less the end of his dream sequence. And the next thing we see is him getting back to camp, carrying a large chunk of tree. <laughs> Yeah, which which then we get him. The lizard pops out of his nose and jumps back into the tiny cage, the little the tiny cage, and he, the fat remarks he thought it was a dream, and the chieftain gets him to show him the branch, and then the then the some Tuscans lead him away as he then gets basically his clothes. Yeah, he's his Tuscan getting robe. He gets his robes. Yeah, yeah. So we get the Boba Fett that we see in episode six. Well, episode one of the Mandalorian at the end, and episode six of the Mandalorian, the black robes with the gun and the gaffy and and everything. So we get that that costume of Fett. Um, and then the child from the first episode takes him to mm -hmm. a forge, a weird place in the middle of the desert that looks like a crashed vehicle of kind of some mm -hmm. kind. Which is that Ralph Macquarie artwork that we we mentioned. With the the Tuscan in front of the crashed vehicle, and that's that's exactly the same sort of scene uh, from that artwork. And then this is where Boba makes his from the piece of wood that he got from the tree, makes his own gaffy stick. Yeah, and well, that was really that was really interesting because I think everybody, I'm one of these people included, that thought the gaffy stick was all metal. Yeah, I was thinking that too, to a degree. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I was also uh, when I saw the kid with the wooden gaffy stick, and then later mm -hmm. him with the practice gaffy stick. I said, "Well, maybe wood is something special to these people because mm -hmm. it's not, not nothing that's in abundance." Yeah. So so we um so we see him making the gaffy stick, which involved the the metal, the 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 wood being shaved down and and shaped. And then carved and, carved and something, and then carved and then and then plated with metal, so it's metal over wood, with then the um, 
you know, with the, the different bits being added and stuff in a metal sh- and a metal hilt added for the longer part of the the shaft and stuff like that. Yeah, the, the spiky bit with the uh, side wings is metal, but mm. the upper part with the giant mm-hmm. acorn-looking part that's wood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then and then he heads back into camp at night, and with the rest of the clan, basically does a tribal dance. Yeah, which is a... that's where the where that's where the episode ends, which is very much the. And I know they mentioned this in the gallery series for episode, you know, when Boba turns up and we're chatting with Tamura Morrison and the weaponsmiths and things like that and everybody is they want in Tamura wanted to bring in some of his some of the Maori culture into mm-hmm. into into, you know, fet, into his fighting. And I think what they've done is they've taken parts of the Maori culture, like the, the, the dance, the, the tribal dance and stuff like that, and they've brought that in as part of the the Tuscan thing, along with, you know, their references to, say, Native American cultures and things like that. So the, I think they're trying to be inclusive in what they're trying to do. You know, we like I said, we joke about, you know, dancers with dancers with panthers or, you know, yeah, and it, things like that. But still, it's it's very it's very clever in the way that they're doing it. Yeah, and, and if if we go back to the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sand people we saw at uh, in in Star Wars A New Hope, they were basically just weird people living in the desert, killing everybody who's getting in their sights. And in the yeah. prequels, they weren't very much better either. No, no, not at least not depicted in a any more favorable way. And mm-hmm. uh, this this is the first time we can see them as well. They're they're normal people just trying to live their lives. Then yeah, the this at least this tribe is not trying to mm-hmm. do it uh on the shoulders of everybody else but for themselves mm-hmm. yeah on the, on the whole though i mean it was like like we said i think it was a very compact you know we the the episode was, was structured where it was half current timeline half let's fill in some of the some of the background to baba still yeah and i think you know i, I think we might get that in episode three as well but i'm i think maybe from episode four onwards we may not get as many flashbacks. Yeah, I guess at some point the most most of his backstory will be told, and then it will mm-hmm. be just the new story going on. Mm-hmm. And giving the, the the length of this episode, I'm really glad they chose to keep it in this format. And mm-hmm. I I think there may have been talks about just stretching the contents a bit and making two episodes from it, because then we would have two thirty minutes mm. episodes. And I think that would have been for the worse yes because yeah the, I don't, you the, know. the balance of old and new uh or, or past and current boba is really something that makes the the story mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. yeah it do, it did and you know i mean i've, I've seen online people complain you know you get the 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 the, the you've I watched... seen people complain online complain. oh yeah impossible yeah, yeah there's there's <laughs> that there's that vocal minority but i t- i did i tell you what i did watch is i started watching star wars theory and him and, and another youtuber were doing you know we're talking about the episodes and they pulled up some some you know how how people how the the media the, the people like Forbes and you know the big media companies like that are saying that this isn't as popular as the Mandalorian because of and they they're using uh, Rotten Tomatoes as a gauge 
They're using, you know, the, the, the scores mm. from Rotten Tomatoes as a, as a gauge. But then you have someone like Star Wars Theory who, tweet, who put out a poll on his YouTube channel when they were talking about this, yeah? And it was like 90% of the people that were there, like the viewers of him, yes, granted, he's, he's, his, his audience may be a little more biased, but 90% of them loved it. 90%, 10% or 12%, you know, whatever the percentages were, I don't know what they were exactly, were like, yeah, you know. Maybe this isn't my Star Wars, but you know when I don't think you can gauge the success of a show of two episodes because it's a different show to The Mandalorian. Yeah, and and also I think the only the only instance there there who who could actually be telling something about the success or lack thereof would be mm -hmm. Disney or anybody who has yeah. access to the actual numbers on how often mm -hmm. episodes are streamed. Mm -hmm. And I, I I would be really surprised if the uh, numbers on the Book of Boba weren't as good as the Mandalorians. The, I, they may not be as good as the Mandalorians, but I would be surprised if they weren't up there with, say, things that have just come out like Hawkeye, you know, Fog and Winter Soldier, you know, the start, the, or the big IPs, yeah? Well, I, I think, actually, I think, I, I think, think the that, that the Book of Boba and the Mandalorian would mm. be eye to eye. Mm. Um, simply of the, of the way the, the Book of Boba has been introduced to people yeah, and the true. fact that Boba Fett himself is a, a loved character yeah. mm. and they really depict him well, I think, for something that has been, uh, I, I dare, dare I say, he past his prime because he's getting old and is wounded. Yeah. But mm -hmm. it, it's a character progression that makes sense. It's it's yeah. not like, yeah, he's the immortal, overpowerful bounty hunter and he kills mm -hmm. with one blink of an eye. No, he gets yeah. his ass handed to him when somebody is better than him because he's getting older and he's getting tries, tries to, to live a different style of life. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that's it. And I mean, I'd, I saw people bitching and moaning about the first episode where he was getting his ass handed to. And I think people think, forget out of context that the fact is when he was getting his handed to it, he's just climbed out of a Sarlacc. And we don't actually know how long he was in the, the Sarlacc pit for. Yeah. Either I, as well. You know, there's there's no time there's no time set between him coming out the sarlacc and then him say getting his armor back and meeting Cobb vanth and or you know losing his armor then meeting the tuscans there's no said you know he could have been in there for a couple of years because remember supposedly you're being digested over oh uh, well a thousand he, years i, you know, I think so. he, he's gotten out relatively quick but even if he had been out the next day mm -hmm. lying in the sun in the desert for at least mm -hmm. one day is really yep. taking its toll on somebody and mm. no if if there's four people used to living in the desert coming up to you and then mm -hmm. kicking the shit out of you yeah you're getting you the shit kicked out of <laughs> simple yeah. as that yeah you and know it's... the same later in the episode when he's uh, with, with fennec and the two of them get kicked mm -hmm. around yeah because they are surpassed four to one mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I saw people complaining about that as well, and was like, "Oh, for the love of God!" It's know, not a super movie hero thing, you know, because I think a lot of the people that are complaining are the are the fanboys that you know that that are still living in their heads with Boba is this ultimate, you know, this ultimate badass that he was portrayed at in 
by George or by the Legends novels, you know, and things yeah, like but, that. And it's but like, well, then again, look at how he quote unquote died in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, exactly. it was a bad mishap. Han yeah. hit him with a stick on mm -hmm. on the end of his jetpack, mm -hmm. and he bumped his head on Jabba's barge. Exactly. You know. So, yeah, he's he, he's not flawless mm -hmm. in any way, shape, or form. No. And as far as I know, he never took on giant attack crowds. He always <laughs> worked from the shadows or something. True. True. It was he was very much a, 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 a you know he's a bounty hunter. You know he, 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 he you know. Well, he, he was. Now he's he, the daimyo. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say he was. <laughs> no. Yeah. He wouldn't go head to head against. No. Why? Why would you? You know, against o always and stuff tip like that. the 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 chances in your favor if you can, and mm -hmm. if that means working from the shadows or from the distance or having mm -hmm. superior firepower, then you would be foolish not to implement that. There's Definitely. no I'm... honor in being dead. No. Well, I've just I've just picked up the the name of the the the, the actress who's playing the lead Tuscan or the female Tuscan, mm -hmm. and it's Joanna Bennett. And her her credits, she's got sixty six credits as a stunt person. Jeebus. <laughs> including including uh, st stunt double for uh, Karen Gillian and Brie Larson on Avengers Endgame, Captain Marvel. So that's Brie Larson. She was on Captain Marvel. She was the stunt double for Amber Heard and Nicole Kidman on Aquaman. Uh, she's uncredited as a stunt double in motion capture performance for Ant-Man and the Wasp. She was Karen Gillian's stunt double again for Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. Gal Gadot and stunt double on Justice League. You know, so there's a lot of, you know, she knows how to kick somebody. She knows how to kick button as you look, you know, you look down. You know, she was the stunt double for Adriana Pelek in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so that was Bobby Moss. Uh, that, they, that they brought in in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so, you know, she's done a lot of work, but she has actresses, actress credits down, and that's what the book of uh, Boba Fett she's down as, as an actress. But no, not nothing named? No, not a name, it just says Tuscan oh, Warrior. So they, they have not done a name yet, but I can see that, ca that, that character getting an action figure. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new role model for every little girl out there. Yes. Kicking ass, taking names. Well, I just got a bunch of action figures this week. <clears throat> yes, I, I got my Black Series. Um... Did you see anything? No, Lord, we didn't see you no, playing no. with your little toy soldiers. No, little toys, no, <laughs> no. So I got my Black Series um, Cosca Reeve. So that's the Sasha Banks character from Mando. I had that on pre-order with somewhere else, but it never, it didn't turn up. I'd ordered it last April, so I cancelled it and went to Hasbro Pulse, and it came within three, two days of his ordering it, which isn't bad. But because I cancelled the order, I got some store credit with the company that I was doing stuff with, so I got some stuff that um, I knew was in stock. So I got a Boba Fett, a Grand Admiral Throne, and a Armra Black Series. So if they ever do a nice Armra miniature or a Grand Admiral Throne miniature, not that it's difficult to paint Throne. <laughs> they'll be useful a bit for... white a bit blue done yep white blue black hair maybe some red eyes if I'm feeling generous to try and paint in the face uh, <laughs> but you know yeah so so yes it's it's um it's there ah and we have a credit on who played um I'm just looking through the credits now because they've, they've come up through the Wikipedia on who played Black Chrysanthemum mm-hmm um, it's an actor called Kerry Jones. He's 
makeup artist, visual effects, and actor. So he looks like he's a makeup artist. Yeah, he's got a makeup artist credit credit. So he knew what he was going in for that role. <laughs> yeah, so he's got fifty credits as a makeup artist, and and a lot of the later ones are. It's a lot of horror. So it's like Lovecraft Country and The Walking Dead and things like that. Um, he's got ten acting credits as Black Crescent and Blue Baba and additional crew and stunts and things like that as well. He was a puppeteer on Jurassic Park. <laughs> Three. That's that's quite a widespread spectrum. Yeah, he's got puppeteer credits, he's got stunt credits, he's got art department credits, and then he's got um, visual effect makeup department credits as well. So. so either he's a very curious one or he's very bad at everything. <laughs> or he's just, um, what do you call it? Across, you know, across the front, he's actually down as playing a predator in Predators. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm, he was in the Predators movie, which is, is that the last one that came out? Or is that the one with Adrian Brody? No, that's the one with Adrian Brody, where they're all on the planet, you know, where no, they the all last, get. The last Predator movie I saw was with, the, was with Arnold Schwarzenegger. All ah, right. Well, this is the, 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 the <laughs> one think. that they did in 2010. It's the one that they did in 2010. Um where he plays one of the predators, so he must be a tall actor. <laughs> well, if, if he's playing a Wookiee, you need to be a yes. tall actor. Yes. All we need now is for them to do the throwdown between Black Crescent and and Chewbacca, like from the comics. <laughs> uh, I I'm not seeing that happen. No, I can't see that happen either. But um, but no. On the whole, what did you? What would you rate this one, Tim? Is this an? Imp- do you think this is an improvement over episode one? Uh, uh, improvement over episode one, yes, simply because mm-hmm. it feels a bit more um, coherent. But mm-hmm. I think that's more or less due to, down to the fact that the uh, first episode need, needed to explain so many things in a very short mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is a solid eight out of ten for me yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. I th- yeah, I agree. But, you know, eight, 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 and eight or eight and a half. You know, I thought it was. It is a solid. It's a solid second episode, and I think it's it's it just if expanded. If the train scene wouldn't have been such a blatant ripoff of uh, Lords Lons- of Arabia, I think it would have been a bit more, a bit higher on the list. But mm. uh, yeah, that's just somebody's taking the "Oh, I'm getting inspirations" mm-hmm. mantra a bit too literal. Yeah. But it, it it is the it you know I mean you know we can say that about a lot of things going you know and, and, yeah, and, and, and things like honest, that you know it fits it fits yes. perfectly. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that that's where George, George got some of his inspiration, you know, from samurai movies and westerns and things like that, didn't he? So you know, yeah, I, I guess that that's why we can absolutely work with this because it mm-hmm. it stems from the same gene pool. It's yeah, it's the same origin story, if you will. Mm-hmm. So. It doesn't feel off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 from that 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 whole, you know, the 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 DNA that it that it comes from, you know, from Dave and John and and even Robert, you know. I think you know the whole, you know, Dave especially we knew sat at George's right at hand, didn't he? You know, for for everything he did on Clone Wars, uh, leading up to before George sold, you know, sold to Disney, you know. You know, George is having his hands in everything. Yeah, I've I've got a suspicion that George, like he was with uh, the Mandalorian, has probably been on set. 
you know, it's right. been been invited in, and and you know, it's possibly still still a little bit of a consultant because I think as well, not just the Mandalorian, but I think George was a consultant on um, Solo as well. I think they had him in. I'd you know, be highly highly surprised if he wouldn't have any clause in that selling mm-hmm. contract that gives yeah. him access to watch things mm-hmm. or read uh-huh. things. Yeah, I tell you what, I did watch, and it's an old episode, and it, it's Star Wars adjacent, shall we say? It is uh, John Favreau, you know, people know John, director of Iron Man, does all of the stuff with the Mando and stuff, has a Netflix series called the uh, The Chef. It's based. He did he did a film called Chef, where he where he plays a um a chef that that basically falls out of love of cooking, but ends up opening a uh, a food truck and travels with his son, you know, uh, down from from one from I think New Orleans or got so from uh, Florida New Orleans and then back to Los Angeles yeah and he mm. learned how to cook properly so the consultant cook that he has they did they did a show on Netflix called Chef or the Chef and one of the episodes is John cooking at Skywalker Ranch <laughs> for the for the people that are there you know the fire because they've got their own Skywalker Ranch has its own fire department and stuff um so they cook all the, all the ingredients from Skywalker Ranch, but Dave Filoni's comes and helps them, and it's at the same time as they're writing this episode was filmed the first season of The Mandalorian because mm. because they they're talking about the show that we are writing they don't name it they, you know they don't name it anything they just say the show that we're writing and things like that in it <laughs> but it was just interesting to see you know that a that you know they're in Skywalker Ranch it has its own um. It's got its own winery. It's got its own vineyards. You can buy Skywalker Ranch wine, um, you know, and, and it has its own produce as well. Do we get blue milks? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but I know I know. There's um, where we were talking about at the beginning the the thing about Kevin Smith doing you know doing his podcast. He does it. It's something called the Scum and Villainy Cantina, which is a bar in in Los Angeles that um that one of his friends set up and runs and they were able to get bottles of sky of skywalker ranch wine in so you can actually buy it to be served over you know over the counter i think the blue the blue milk you can get it on galaxy's edge (laughs) yeah well i I wouldn't trust anything that's being poured out there yeah that's blue especially You know, it's like eating yellow snow, isn't it? You know, don't yeah, do it. <laughs> don't just. I I don't trust the American Food Safe and Healthy Administration. <laughs> Not in the slightest. Mm. Sorry, though. Yeah. If if there were blue milk in the Star Wars part of uh, Disney Park Paris, I'd say mm-hmm. it's safe. But uh... I'm I'm surprised they haven't moved. Uh, they haven't looked to doing that yet. You know, to move it to to doing a mini Galaxy's Edge or whatever across in. You know, Euro Disney. Well, depends on how much that actually costs and how good and well, well Disney Paris is actually visited. I can't tell you. True. Never been to Disneyland Paris. Neither have I. Never, and I looking at the prices, I think no. I never will. <laughs> now, if I'm going to pay that price, I'll save up and go to Florida or or the other one and yeah, it's... and go to the go to the other one. But but yeah, he has an interesting one. Is do you think now that they've done the whole um, uh, 
it's Galaxy's Edge. You can build a droid. You can build a lightsaber. Do you think we'll get build your own gaffy stick? <laughs> no, it would take too long. The woodworking uh, would be insane. Yes. <laughs> Maybe as a, as a weekend course masterclass in their weird <laughs> weird uh, hotel that doesn't get you access to the park, but just, just the spaceship. Oh, you mean the six thousand pound? Yeah. Six, was it six thousand dollars for say two adults over yeah, eight it's, hours? Yeah, <laughs> some, something ridiculous like that, and then you have to add everything. Yes. Let's not go there. <laughs> yes, that, that 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 is just 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 insane. But you know. Anyway, I I must admit, you know, I do agree with you with about eight eight and a half for the episode, and. I am looking forward to Wednesday. I, you know, I'm, I mean, I always look forward to Wednesdays to see what drops on Disney Plus now, because we know there's a, there's a bunch there's a bunch of stuff. It's it's the era of Star Wars and it's the era of Marvel on Disney Plus this year. I think you know we know that we're getting Bad Batch, Andor, and Kenobi this and Mando, so we're getting five episode, five Star Wars things coming uh, this year on Disney Plus. Um, and I know that we're getting probably three Marvel things that I'm interested in on there as well. So. Yeah, and no, I'm personally still waiting for Atomic Mass Games to finally get the thumb out of their bottoms and <laughs> make some proper announcements or at least get yeah. their shitty website up and running. Atomic yeah, Mass I Games, think, you know. when Army Painter is able to whip out a new homepage and you don't, you're on the losing end. Mm. I was going to say the fact is when Army Painter manages to get out a full set of new paints and do videos for it and an announcement in like an, a month, you know, it's like, yeah, please, please, we we need, you know, yes, it's been all well and good. And I've watched some of their, their painting. I watched the painting thing on Wednesday, which was them doing the, the, the gauntlet fighter. Yeah. Second part. Um, the second part of the gauntlet fighter. And then of course the playthrough on Thursday, but it was like, can you please make some announcements for Legion this year, please? Yeah, you know, it, I mean, it's they, for, for the last six or eight weeks they haven't shown anything new at the slightest. No, it's all everything uh, is all the same. Yeah, repainting X-wing ships, great deal. Making battle reports, mm -hmm. great deal. There's a fuck ton of channels out there that do the same. You're yeah. the one with the, the inside knowledge. Make mm -hmm. something happen. Mm -hmm. But it was the white court as well. It wasn't Bob. It was Boba before Christmas? Whether we're painting the new Boba Fett mini? Was that before Christmas? It was, wasn't it? I could tell you. I would 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 need to look that up. I mm -hmm. I think it was, but yeah. I couldn't really tell you. I think it was. I think it was the week before Book of Boba dropped because they were they were painting the new sculpt. But which means if they've got the sculpt there, then surely that'll be a release within the next. I would say the first quarter of this year. You know, yeah. but I, but I, or, but I guess it's, as well it's as... something that's uh, exclusive to the new faction sets. Mm, true, but could the lack of announcements also be linked to the sales that have been going through from FFG, uh, well as Modi? Because isn't Atomics Mass still owned by Asmodi? Are they? Yeah, but as... so is FFG, and I don't think that has any impact whatsoever. Right, mm. because because that's what I was wondering was wondering if AMG was its own. You know, like its own publisher thing, you know, Atomic Mass Games. No, the, um, I think the rights belong to Asmodi Group, and Asmodi Group is just handing it down to the studios. To the, because to the if, new, it, to if it if it wasn't like if the license hadn't been with Asmodi, mm -hmm. 
Fantasy Flight wouldn't be able to sell them off. Disney mm-hmm. makes sure of that. Yeah, true. But also, I guess what's annoying about it is the fact that this past two, this past week alone, they've announced two Marvel expansions. Yeah, and, and their homepage is still very much Marvel exclusive, which is yeah. annoying as hell because they don't only have Marvel, they have X Wing, Legion, mm-hmm. and Armada. And yeah. yeah, I know they said Armada would be on hold what re- regarding development of new uh, things, but mm-hmm. X Wing surely isn't because there were some new units coming out and mm-hmm. they said they'd do something for Legion, but they haven't shown anything since yeah. their last. Uh, what you called it? Meeting online. Yeah, mini extravaganza. The mini extravaganza. Yeah. So I really don't know. You know, it's it it is frust- it is a little frustrating. Yeah. With with this, but, but then you know. again, that gives me time to paint miniatures. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. It does indeed. I mean, I I was looking, and you know, and you know, I'm not condoning this by any way, but I was looking at a at it it um saving a little money once I get my clones done and doing a, a Mando, doing a full Mandalorian force. Yeah. And getting minis from... Getting but some 3D prints. Third-party vendors. Yes, third-party vendors, you know, because there's a lot of third-party vendors out there that have, you know, that have them, that have, that have you know, sets of buying, you know, the models and stuff. So. Maybe that's why we're not hearing anything from Atomic Mask Games because the sculptors at Atomic Mask Games are just sitting there crying <laughs> beat them, they're better than us. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's the thing, isn't it? It, it is the whole that you've got individuals that are able to churn out sculpts of stuff that's just dropped on TV. Yeah, pe- people and, for, for not knowing... The, the Wookiee character that aired in this episode had a 3D model almost 24 after being seen mm-hmm. on television. Yeah. Which is insane. It wasn't just the Wookiee. It's too, it was, there was a new Boba Fett sculpt as well for, to go with it. Yeah, but the, that, that could have been in the making for, for any trim. length of time. Mm-hmm. But the Wookiee? Oh, yeah. Very, well, very much. Let, let, let's Excuse cut me. it at this. The I episode, think so is long enough um, <laughs> I'd say I'll be quite happily be watching next week's episode mm-hmm. coming Definitely. Wednesday mm-hmm. I hope I get time to do that before the rumble in the jungle is and uh, I thank everybody for listening and watching I thank Ralph for being here and I say stay safe stay safe uh, stay sane and stay inside stay inside yeah and drink <laughs> Remain indoors. Exactly. Goodbye.